Who are we? Nobodies. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. How are we? Am I framed nicely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look amazing. Actually, okay. the whole thing is just framed so that you look good. Oh, good. Mm. That's. I feel like I'm you not gonna lie. Move this way a little we bit because need that. you're all profiled, you know. Like. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Welcome to episode twelve of First Frames First, the Fable Forest Films podcast. We uh, we have a, we're doing a special mid biweekly uh, podcast. Here's the thing. Normally we podcast every two weeks. Yeah. Right? Um, but we have we have a special announcement, uh, a special promo, a special episode, really, and so uh, we're having it weekly now for the next three one weeks, week, one week, one week weekly. It's <laughs> one gonna be amazing. Week. Yeah, and then we'll be weekly. back to then we'll be Four back week. to taking our time. <laughs> Technically, it is three weeks because yeah, it exactly. is three right. weeks. One, yes, you're right. Right. And, and then another. So for three yeah. weeks, you're gonna get one a week. Oh my God, it's gonna wow. be wow. Uh, here, I, oh, I'm one of your hosts, Jason Green. Uh, I'm Adrian Constant. And, and we have a special guest star today, Michael Mazurkovich. Yeah. Thank you. Did Michael right? Mazurkovich. You did. You, ha- didn't, you didn't do the ethnic one, though. <sighs> you do it. You, you do it. All right. So my ancestors would have said my name was Mikhail Mazurkovich. There's oh. a nice big K. Kievich. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's Kievich. like kale, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like kale, kale, is, I, uh, kale is super in right now. It is, and you know what? And when it's you not. eat it, you let people know that you're eating it. So you're like, I oh. eat. I'll take that kale salad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did you guys know Look that how healthy I am? When you're cooking, like when you're frying kale, yeah, you can if you use um, uh, olive oil in uh-huh. with the kale, it makes it really easy to scrape it into the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sensing how much you like kale. Yeah. You're, you're, a, you're a product of the generation, yeah. clearly. I'm, yeah. clearly. Yeah, I'm really not. I, I s- could have some potatoes with gravy. That would be amazing. I but saw, at the same time, I mean, one we, of us we is, didn't want to say anything. One of us is fatter <laughs> than the others. It's fine. I have a friend who hates avocados. Yes. And How is that even possible? I, I know. I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he eats them daily yeah. because... It's super in right now. And he's like, I can't not eat avocado. They're super in. Here's the thing. I hate avocados, and I also do not eat them because I don't bow to peer pressure. Boom. Potatoes and gravy. That's right. Your, your buddy needs to grow a spine. So here's the thing. We're already over the two minutes, I think, that we, we, we said we were going to... Here's what yeah. we're going to be doing today on, on today's episode. We're going to introduce Mike. We're going we're gonna to get into Check. his backstory a little bit. Um, but but um, we're in the Kitchener-Waterloo region. Um, and we do like to bring on guests from everywhere, really. Um, we've had guests from Scotland, Toronto, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, here in town. So we want to keep bringing in indie film-related guests or people in the fields that are relevant to us. Um, and Mike is, is starting up a local um, monthly uh, indie film or indie short film review or showcase that people can come out to. So we want to talk a little yeah. bit about how that came about. Learn a little bit about Mike, and, uh, and that'll be the end of our special yeah. episode. So if you want to listen to the full episode, head over to firstframesfirst.com, and you can listen to it there. Right on. Triple F. Triple F. All right. Adios, muchachos. One F was not enough. <laughs> One fuck was not enough for this guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I always give three, you know. Yeah. You got to fuck him three times. You got to deliver, yeah. basically. Oh, of course. Bye, guys. <laughs> if the first two minutes didn't make him come... <laughs> Then keep at her. Try, right. try, and try again. <laughs> All right, awesome. Now the pressure's off. Uh, yeah. The camera's wow. down. Let me let me turn this towards Jay. He's got a little mouse voice. Really? Yeah. Um, You're like this. Hi oh, guys. <laughs> he's, he's is that sensitive is that guy. how you hear my voice? <laughs> 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 it's, it's okay, Jay. It's you know, some people really like those those little mousy boys. Yeah. Really and you know what he said? He, he does have a motorcycle. And what he said to me the other day was, he's like, I'll give you a ride on yeah. the back of my motorcycle. Nice. And I was just like, you are the small spoon. Uh, first of all, I did not say that I would give you a ride on my motorcycle. It's, uh, you know what's weird? So here's okay. the thing. I, 
I do have two sons. They're 12 and 14. Mm -hmm. And the 14-year-old is getting a little old Mm. to ride on the back of his dad's motorcycle. Yeah, he's too cool for that. Yeah, you get to a certain age where you're like... Now we're just two grown men riding up, riding around on motorcycles. Yeah, so it's it's a know, little, which is something I've always wanted to do. Like yeah. if I ride a motorcycle, it's gonna be with a grown man behind me, making me feel like I'm not gonna die. Whispering into your ears. Yeah, yeah. it's okay, Michael. Don't worry. <laughs> That's just a little bump. Yeah. Can you feel that? Wait, yeah. if he's behind you, are you driving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah, this is like how I'm gonna learn how to drive a motorcycle. I'm yeah, with a man guiding the way. Does he put his hands on your hands? Uh, oh. Yeah, I think that'd be sensual. Yeah, I, I think it's almost <laughs> necessary. Well. If, if it was a scene, well, right? They would right. need to be like, now nah, rave that. Put your hand, his hand on your hand, and it's it's how Michael has learned to do everything: golf, <laughs> tennis. <laughs> he gets a big burly man to kind of just. Just kind of <laughs> cradle him in his arms you and learn, show him. He learns real quick that I way. have to tell you, tennis, woof, it was sweaty. I was sliding all over the place. It was, <laughs> you know, back to the, uh, this, do it, zoom, zoom. Forward, wait, what is it, forward, forward, back, no, shoot, sorry. Oh, this is a terrible podcast. Forward hand, back hand, None forward of us hand, play back tennis. hand, forward hand, back hand, juice. Juice. <laughs> Sorry, juice? juice? I'm not a tennis player. What is the juice? Juice is, it's when you're at 40 all. Yeah. So the points go 15, 30, 40, and then you win the point. Right. And if two, if two people are on 40, yeah. then it's deuce. Which oh, means deuce. they have, to, yeah, and then you have, it, but the joke being juice. Gotcha. <laughs> that is a good, that's Sorry, a good joke. Guys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Some of us write better jokes than others. <laughs> I do not often play tennis, but when I do, yeah. I have a sweaty man guiding me. Sweaty man guiding everything. my every move. Yeah. yeah, man. His hands on my hands, his arm hair <laughs> nestling into my arm hair. Oh, <laughs> like I saw that's like Avatar. It. Hmm? Yeah, you saw that James Cameron where the yeah, dude's yeah, yeah. arm hairs kind of twine together and they become one. Oh, it's, oh it's I head, thought it was their tails. It is. That, like, it's like connect. the back of their head. Oh. Yeah. Bum hair, same thing. It, that would be funny Back to do an to avatar s- yeah. spoof with like their arm hair just starts intertwining. Yeah. Right. And then they... Back hair to chest hair. Back hair to chest. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be sexy. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I'm not a back hair guy, personally. <laughs> like, I have some, but I'm not like turned on by yeah, it. Yeah, you're not like, woohoo. No. Although I do call it my, like, I've got just a little tuft between my shoulders. I call yeah. it my alpha wolf mane. Yes. Because, yeah. Because when a wolf gets like aggressive. Yeah. Those are stickles. Plus you, like have to call it, plus you have yeah, to call like it. it something cool, Yeah. because otherwise it's just gross. It's yeah. my shoulder hair patch. Okay. Which doesn't so sound. Let me get your advice then. What would okay. you call bum cheek fluff? Bum to make cheek it, to make fluff. It cool. To make it cool? To make it like epic. Uh, Landing strip, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Fellas? Oh god! I think landing strip is only yeah. if you shave the cheeks. Yeah, and then and you leave go a line the crack down. of yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's landing, landing strip. strip. This that's, is more. You don't do that? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I. Uh, this I is mean, more like I a farmer's field. I don't take it in the you know behind very often, so the landing strip just wasn't cost effective for me. Yeah, yeah. No, just I, that just that one time. I would I would say what about baboon beard? Because you know baboons mm-hmm. have that brightly colored like. Yeah, no yeah, hair yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we have I'm, I'm hair on, on it. like baboon beard. I'm on it. I like it. I, yeah? I, I, I'll go with We'll that. see if it my can baboon catch on. Beard. The baboon beard. Dot com. Hey, Dot baby, com. do you want to rub my baboon beard? I like it. Into your sideburns? Yes. Uh. Mike, this tell is us a, about yourself. This podcast <laughs> is getting hot. <laughs> tell us about yourself. <laughs> Woo! Give us, well, a bit of, give us a bit of history. Where do you come from? How did you arrive where you are? What are you doing right. these days? Tell us everything. My people came from Eastern Europe. Oh, we this, will cut you yeah, off this all is the time. Far okay, away. good, good. Especially him. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With He's that a little voice of his, you know, he'll just cut me <laughs> off with his guys. little voice. Somebody's getting stabbed. I'm going to just settle this way. Um, so I was a very odd child. I bit the other kids until I found out that what I wanted to do was play with them. Uh-huh. And then I probably kept biting them. But, yeah, yeah. but at least it was, you know, conscious at that point. Um, consensual. Consensual. Well, I don't know if it was <laughs> ever. But, you know, like I would crawl under the table and describe my feelings as colors and shapes. They'd be like, Michael, why are you under the table? And I'd be like, today is a flat brown day. And they'd be like, wow. Yeah, my parents were like, what is this child? 
Um, I understand why changelings were a thing back in medieval Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't uh, have psychology. That's <laughs> so right. They were like, all right, who brought this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you think that if your parents had the opportunity, they would have left you in a field? <laughs> had they not come to Canada and had I not been born in this beautiful country, yeah. I might have been left in a field. Yeah. yeah. Um, as is, we had a great education system that said, oh, he's going to be an artist instead. Uh, awesome. Then I. Yeah, I spent a lot of time outside, spent a lot of time writing terrible poetry, spent a lot of... I loved martial arts. I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle when I grew up. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, me and you alike. Right? Yeah, yeah Ninja Turtles. Yeah, man, absolutely. Couldn't... And before Ninja Turtles, He-Man, did you... Oh, I see... I saw your poster. Yeah, did you... I was you did, you, turned on by it. Yeah, you didn't ever fall in love with He-Man? He-Man was before my time. Oh, oh my. Uh... I'm watching He-Man right now. It could be in your time it could right be now. Time. Well, fair Lex enough. and I watch He-Man. On Netflix? Uh, yes. Yeah, the, it's new, amazing. the cartoon is on Netflix. Crazy. But, yeah. like, so you wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. I did. Now, yeah. I relate, but which. Yeah. You wanted to be Michelangelo. Of I, you know what? Not only is it my name, I, I mean, I went through phases. I loved Raphael's passionate thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I then grew enamored with Leonardo. But really, I am a Michelangelo. I'm yeah. bad at planning. I Like, do you guys know the Four Elements personality theory? This, I mean, I'm sure there's many this of This is my but go on. shit. It's, oh. all, it's, all ninja, oh. it's all Ninja Turtles related? It's Ninja Turtles. It's Avatar the Lost Airbender. It's Michelangelo is a party dude. Michelangelo is an air sign. Always adapting. Always, you know, mm -hmm. thinking of new concepts. Very bad at planning or sticking to a plan or doing things day to day. Mm -hmm. Leonardo is the opposite. He's an earth sign. He's a planner. He's a process guy. He pushes through. He does the day to day stuff. Um, you know, he's the earth guy. Uh, Donatello is the water guy, analytical, always thinking, thinking his way around problems. Mm -hmm. Raphael is the fire guy, always passionate, always either really angry or really yeah. happy or really in love. Wait, there's no water guy? Donatello's no, water. Well, then why why is Leonardo's uh, thing blue? You know, I they, didn't, they didn't match them up? No, they did mm. not do the color thing. Very, I mean, Raphael, fire, red, I Michelangelo, mean air, orange. That makes sense. But, like, really, Leonardo should have had a brown mask. And Donatello should have had a blue one. You know what? Yeah. Somebody was like, brown mask, <laughs> not no colorful good. enough. Yeah, no good. But I'll tell you why. I tell I, I did like Michelangelo because he loved pizza. But really, I I love Leonardo. Yeah. Because I could never get the nunchucks, right? <laughs> you yeah. Right. And, and you were and like the size, a boat? And the sides are stupid. They're so tiny. Yeah. You need longer swords. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's all. That's so all. I, I have a theory about social dynamics. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. just with what you're saying. Yeah. And that is like when people get together in a group and they spend a significant amount of time together. Yeah. Each people will fill in the gaps. So mm. like you will become the thing that the group is requires needed. within mm. that group. And if you can't fit in, you'll somehow leave the group. Mm. Or, you know what I mean? Right, the right, group, right. The, you know, people fit into the roles of... It was... And it happened to me one day, we were walking up a mountain. Yeah. And there wasn't the person at the back of the group complaining about how long the walk was. <laughs> and, and I never do that. But all of a sudden, I became that person. And I was like, mm, that's really interesting because I'm not really a complainer about walking up mountains. But I filled that gap. You guys, <laughs> you guys needed a length of time complainer in your group? Yeah. Why couldn't you all just enjoy the hike? Yeah, that's guys, right. They, this but hike is way too enjoyable. Adrian, can you get in the back and just say some shitty things, please? Because no, we're having too much fun. It's it's a subconscious thing. I think it just happens. Like you just like fill into you fill in that space because there's like a there's like a, a really good space for a group to exist. Mm. And the Ninja Turtles are like that. It's, like you yeah, wouldn't be yeah. able to have two Donatellos. Mm. No. Because one of the Donatellos would be like, I I have to leave and go and make my own group of. Superheroes, yeah. because you're already filling the space within the group, so I'm gonna go. Oh, exactly. That's why that that's why they work so well as a team. Mm -hmm. that, each yeah. one of them is different. You totally can't agree. you can't have two Ninja Turtles with ass hair. <laughs> well, always, what if one, one of, of them, them has to shave into a landing? What strip. if one? Yeah, okay, yeah. As long as one does the you know? landing strip. I actually have a not my, enough, my, not my, enough booze in this room. What <laughs> <Boiling> a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just ass hair all over the place. Yeah. It's I, it's getting on. I'm me. fulfilling my role, you guys. <laughs> He's the ass hair guy. Yeah, um, <laughs> asshole guy. I think that's ass the, hair. Whatever. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> um, so my my best friend actually, we're both sort of air signs type of people. Mm -hmm. We both sort of go with the flow. He tells me that to this day he is better at organization because when we would hang out, 
I would be flaky as shit, and he'd Boom. be like, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want my life to go this way. <laughs> I am going to be on my game here. So he developed his quote-unquote earth side. Yeah. Because he didn't, he thought I was flaky as shit, and it annoyed him. Because, well, you filled, <laughs> you filled that portion of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, he was could. like, I can't be the same. No, of He course. has to be different for you guys to work as a dynamic duo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. I so, that. so you bit kids... I, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and then, uh, wh- how did you start getting into? You, you started writing shit poetry. You were mentioning, yeah, yeah. yeah. You- so then I uh, I got into environmental studies because in high school I impregnated the girl I was dating, uh-huh. and then I was like, like I always kind of wanted to do acting. I've that was the thing I wanted to do, acting and writing and artsy shit. And then I was like, ah, I need a real job, but I'm still like at least kind of a hippie. So I did an environmental studies degree. Mm-hmm. Had a great time, had some good co-op jobs, met some great people, um, got out of it and got a job in a call center. Hated the call center. Yeah, that sounds like a tough job for someone with your sensibilities. It, it was. It was yeah. very tough, you know. It's, it's, too bad that, it's too bad that the common um, understanding is that writing or being in the arts is not a real job. Yes. Right? Because yeah. the thing is, is you're right. You're right. But and but you know what? It Everybody says, I got to have a real job, and then I'm also going to pursue my passion. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I say that I say that the real jobs that we have, we should classify those as our temporary jobs. Mm, day jobs. I yeah. call it a day job because it's like, yeah, it's that thing I do during the day. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So call center, you hated that. Hated it. Started writing a comedy series called Hashtag Office Life about the just depth of human misery that can be found in these places. I'm very proud of that series. And uh, where, where can we see that? I... Uh, so far, we've only filmed four, and they're only rough cuts. Okay. So I can send them to you guys. But nope, they're not fin- publicly available nope, yet. Finish them up when they are available. Let yeah. us see them. Because I, with my experience, yeah. you show someone unfinished work, they lose that. You have this ability to have this impact on them the first time they see it with right. everything being polished. Yeah. And so it could be the experience for the viewer could be up here. Yeah. But if it's not ready, it might still be good, but the experience might be not as good. Right, 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 right. So polish it, make, okay. make it good and send it. My, the problem is my videographer has like a, a job that is a real job, but that he likes as a <laughs> carpenter on set in Stratford. So it's oh. hard to get him to come back and, hey, do you want to make those movies with me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I've got a real job that I actually like, you piece of shit. On stage, yeah, uh, he's not on stage. He's behind the scenes. Yeah, but I mean, he's it's for stage productions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Like for the actual cool. Stratford Festival. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's the thing. Is it's awesome. That is an awesome job. So he doesn't want to come back and make my <laughs> dinky little comedies anymore. Uh, but anyway, so that made me uh, that you know that made me start thinking differently about my my office job, and I started doing stand up comedy partially because. Uh, a friend of mine was already doing some stand-up and you know I, I watched him and I was like I, I would love to be the center of attention like that mm-hmm. I have a huge pathological need for attention it's a big part of my life um, so I started doing stand-up and that was really fun and then I was like oh man you know what if what if we just try the childhood dream of acting so took some classes uh, got into uh, got into a local agency that was very very good to me. Nice. Um, local Kitchener Waterloo, Cambridge. Cambridge. A Cambridge agency. Clo- close enough to close enough to Toronto that you're involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expressions cool. by DSK. I'm not with them anymore, but uh, they are they are really really good. They call themselves a lifestyles agency. Yeah. So like for anyone who wants to start out with modeling or acting or wants to do modeling but isn't you know like models good looking yeah 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 like, like me um <laughs> true yeah i know it's my receding hairline <laughs> i'd be gorgeous if it wasn't receding um anyway so they're a super great agency yeah very that's nice awesome. um yeah and then I, I started getting into the acting and then i started getting into movie making because sometimes nobody wants you to uh, star in something so you have to make your own thing and, and part of that is i didn't realize like my first year of acting, I was taking like sort of acting courses and like I didn't realize that I was actually pretty shitty at acting. And it wasn't until about a year in that I started training hard, like doing mm-hmm. real like professional level acting training and realizing, wow, I was really shitty. No wonder I didn't get those auditions because I wasn't good. 
So I'm a lot better now. Uh, just and it's, say that. And um, it, it does take hard work. It, oh. Like a lot of a lot of people are like, yeah, I'll just say the line in front of camera. But it, you really gotta. It, it the more you can internalize. Yeah. The role, and the, the, the more you do it, the more natural it is. And you, it's not just. I mean, maybe if you're a soap star. I don't know who it is, but like maybe there are people out there who can just say a line and it just works. But um, it's it is hard work. It's not just walk in front of a camera and say something. Yeah, I used to think like, hey, please, I'm Michael Mazurkovich. I'm a funny, charming guy. I'm the life of all the parties. You know, I'm I'm gonna kill at this. Mm -hmm. And what I didn't realize is it's not about your personality. It is a very specific skill. Being an actor is more like being a craftsman. There is a very specific skill that involves convincing yourself that you are in a different reality mm -hmm. so that you can be your own self but in a different reality that is the scene and be completely in a different reality and Comple that's, and then do it again and again yeah regularly yeah. with consistency it's so that you can, so is, that you be you believe what you're saying yeah, yeah. Oh, so for, for sure. people and for people that true. are mm -hmm. for people that are starting out yeah what were some of your first what were some of your after you've made the realization that you got to Put in the extra effort, the extra hard work, and not just not just show up for auditions and receive roles. Yeah. Um, what are some of the first few things that you started to do um, to, let's say, kick somebody kick somebody else in the ass or kick them into gear um, so that they can they can better themselves as well? Or a few of the few yeah of the first yeah. Things? I mean, definitely the best thing is to look up like which which are the the more acclaimed training programs and take a class. So there's the Pro Actors Lab is super in, very like Meisner Naturalist technique, which is super in right now. And they have got a, 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 a guy in Stratford, Marvin, who's great. That's who, uh, that's who I typically train with. Um, if you're not willing to take the plunge into a, a course yet, uh, one thing to do is film yourself and watch it mm -hmm. and get other people to watch it as, as well if you can convince them and just sort of watch for for the sincerity. Is Is... Like, is this person that is you, are they actually connecting as a real person here? Uh, there's also, there are some good books out there that, that you know, like there's, there's a really good one that I'm actually reading right now about the Meisner technique, but it's about a class taught by this Bill something guy, and it actually takes you through the class so you can sort of feel out the exercises. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's, that's good, you know, What's reading that book the books. Called? Uh, the the actor's art and craft. Mm. Cool. That's a plug. Nice. Um, yeah, great, uh, great book. And there are some. There's some exercise. I've. We're gonna jump right back into the the four elements thing. Mm -hmm. So because I love the four elements so much, and because I do a lot of martial arts, I've connected that. Like when you're doing karate, you've got the earth and the rooting, and that's where you generate the power. Mm -hmm. You've got the, the air, which is sort of the opposite, which is the manipulating around stuff and the, and the adaptability. You've got the water, which is the flow of energy. You've got the fire, which is the res restrain the energy and then blast it out. Mm -hmm. And I've found that that metaphor works for acting as well. So you can do quote-unquote earth exercises where you just sit there and feel a deep emotion. And, you know, and maybe make up some scenario that would make you feel that emotion. Then just sit there in that emotion and try to try to build those earthy emotional roots. Mm -hmm. There are water exercises where you try to get that energy to flow out. Maybe by feeling an emotion and then dancing with that emotion. Or feeling an emotion and then talking about just what that emotion is. One way is to... Uh, I did this the other day, actually. I walked into my house and pretended I was walking into a horrific scene and just talking about what I was seeing and what I was feeling about it. And that was, you know, to try to get the flow of energy. Uh, and then you can do fire exercises where you're trying to restrain your yourself. Um, there's an exercise that I thought I invented, but I assume someone else already has, <laughs> called Lie to Me Baby. That's my name for it. It's probably also named cool. something else. Where you pretend that something is true, like someone is asking me if I want the role that I just auditioned for, for example. Or, you know... You know, no, honey, I, I was not a, but then you, you're, you're trying to talk about how that's not true. So for example, no, honey, I, I was not attracted to that girl at the party. No, I, she, the dress, she wore way too tight. Did it, it left too much. You know, I, I want something left to the imagination. I don't want to know what her 
gorgeous curves look like. That's you know. I mean, so, you, so I gotta, gotta be honest. Stop with you. And I gotta go. be honest with you. You gotta work on that one more because that was a failure. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not doing the it's exercise. A it's right a tough now. one. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. You do, you'll get into big trouble that way. But yes. So. And then improv, which is like your air exercise, where you're just coming up with shit as you you're go. Just bouncing. Yeah. So like um. With the with the last one that you were talking about, so where the character knows something is untrue, yeah, but you're trying to make it true, so you're kind of like stuttering the flow of things. Yeah, I mean the the you know people in real situations, like if I'm really mad at you, yeah, I'm not gonna say Adrian, I hate you. I'm gonna say, oh, you know, let's let's do this podcast, let's keep going until finally, like, something will come out and there'll just be a blast of, like, you fucking idiot! Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and that's sort of the fire side of it is, mm-hmm. is, you know, you restrain an emotion and then it just blasts out because yeah, there's so yeah, much yeah, emotion yeah. pent okay. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's sort of that. That's idea. awesome. Do you ever... So, another technique that, that an actor used was he would play an emotion from a place in his body. Like if he was playing a scientist, say for instance, and the person was very heady and yeah. thinking and analytical, he would literally play it more from his head, ah. and he would all his body all his body posture would be he would lean forward, his head would be you know leading the conversation. Whereas if he was a sexual animal, yeah, you know, and he the animal he would also pick an animal, so he would be like a you know he would be like a panther, yeah, yeah. and then he would play it all from his groin. <laughs> like he would literally, he, when he walked into a room, you wouldn't be able to notice it. Yeah. He would lead with his groin. Yeah, yeah. So I've, just an interesting technique there. Yeah, that's very cool. I've, I've definitely noticed that for like thuggy characters or soldiery characters. Yeah. I, I sort of do that. I just yeah. you, you just play from a lower thing. I haven't tried following an animal, but that's a cool idea. Yeah. Jim Carrey apparently did that for Ace Ventura. Oh, really? He based Ace Ventura off of a bird. That makes sense. And apparently Hannibal Lecter uh, was based off of a crocodile. Oh, and it's a cold-blooded... Cold-blooded killer. Yeah, you can't can't make a pet of a croc. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, they will eat you. Yeah, they will just bite you. Your your panther uh, penis-leading guy, that was Mm. David Caruso, wasn't it? In CSI Miami. Yes. Yeah. You <laughs> no. Had to be. No, it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> no, it's a. This is an actor that we know that we worked with. Oh. oh. Great. When we sh- when we stop this podcast, let me know. Yeah. Who Panther Penis is? It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah. So moving on. From... I also want to meet Panther Penis. Yeah, you do. <laughs> now that he's known as Panther Penis, we cannot. <laughs> now that she is known, no, I'm joking. It is a he, but. Okay. Um, but uh, continue with your story. Let us know. Like, oh, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, right now, are you, you're a working actor. What are you doing right now? Um, I'm doing, yeah, doing as much acting and auditioning as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm, in a, I'm in a commercial this week. That's cool. Like, that is awesome. One with money and stuff. I get to be a guy from the 80s. It's exciting. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you have, a, you have quite the 80s stash happening right now. Yeah, that's the reason for that. And, uh, I wore it for the audition. They liked it. Now I can't shave it until it's uh, until the commercial shot. So I've locked myself into a stash for the next few days. Lovely. But there, there are worse things. Parents don't let you near their kids at all. <laughs> you know what? I brought my son and his cousin to the playground like uh, yesterday. And I usually I'd be running around on the playground with them. I did a little bit, but I, I was... You mostly hung so, back. So, yeah, I hung back a With bit an more. ice cream cone. Like licking an ice cream cone and just looking at the kids. I, mm, just to get into character. I didn't, I didn't do that, actually. Oh. My character is an, a guy from the 80s, not a pedophile from the 80s. I mean... He could be. I, well, she might, maybe, yeah. You I know, mean, that's the backstory I'm creating for your character right, when I watch right. your commercial. Uh, I, I have a theory about that, which is that when pedophilia became a thing that people were aware of and were aware of how bad it was, it was when dudes who were grown up, like, like dudes who were like young adults in the 80s were grown up. This was in like the, the late 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s. And what did those dudes wear? They wore they wore mustaches because yeah. that's what you wore. So the reason we have this pedophile mustache thing is that when pedoph- when pedophilia became something society was aware of, there happened to be a lot of adults with mustaches. Yeah, so pedophiles so, also had mustaches. Also had mustaches, right. yeah. And many non-pedophiles also had mustaches. To be frank, I but... just like the fact that you have a pedophile theory. <laughs> that, yeah, nice. I like that. This yeah. this is a good show. It's All a right. heavy episode, yeah. I know what the title so, of this show is going to be now. 
Anyways, oh, go on. Oh, man, the pedophile stash? Something. Or the groin panther. Mm, the groin panther? <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Okay. He's like, can we just get away from talking about mustaches and pedophilia? Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I'll finish up. So then, uh, so right now, I'm I'm doing as much acting as I can. I also want, like, I used to go to Toronto for all the unpaid stuff as well as all the paid stuff. Mm. Now I'm trying to promote local filmmaking enough that when I want to do something fun indie local, I have people around here that that I do that with, and that's starting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I run a I run a monthly meeting, the KW Film Network, and oh. yeah, it's just, I don't know about that. Oh well, it's just for indie filmmakers. Yeah. To I just joined. Get together, yeah, yeah. and yeah, uh, it's a, it's and I did cool. not go to his meeting because yeah. he was going to well, talk about our films. That's true. So I didn't want to. Conflict. Of what interest. a stupid. No, well, no conflict of interest. There you, you go. Know. But yeah, so th- I didn't want to overpower the meeting with my tiny voice. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> My name's Jason. <laughs> Adrian, you are mean. Yeah. He feels that fucking. <laughs> that's my that's my dynamic in the group. Mm, you're no, the mean guy. I no, thought Jason. I thought boys punches. I thought I was the mean guy, but oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're encroaching you in my space. You and guys it's pissing can me both off. be mean. I yeah. mean, this True. can just be like a fun mean space. You see, you the know? thing is that he's just being polite. Uh, I'm just playing our normal game, <laughs> and he's the mean guy. Yeah. Ah, I yeah, see. So he's just he's so just whole, he's reining it in so right now. So he is making you look like the bad guy. That's right. By being polite this I'm time. I'm playing. I'm using. Very I'm using all of my earth right now. No, this yeah. guy's a Donatello. But hang tight he's, for the. He's just the fire. getting analytical here. And yeah. Deviously plotting. That's, yeah. Nice. So yeah. who who comes to your meetings? Who are some of the people that come? So yeah. we've got. Um, a lot. Of, we meet at the uh, Commons Studio in Kitchener. So a lot of the Commons folk come to us. Um, I mean, Duncan Finnegan and, and Lyndon Horsfall uh, were part of the uh, one-hour Kitchener Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And that sparked a lot of interest. And a lot of the people who come to my meetings now were part of that. Uh, part of that. Uh, Duncan and Lyndon uh, don't come for whatever reason. I, They're jerks. They, every week they say, oh, I'll come, I'll come next month. Yeah. Fucking assholes. But, uh, actually... That's, that's on the record. <laughs> they're great dudes. No, we're going to have them on. But uh, they're fucking assholes. Someday, you know, whenever they want. I don't know. Yeah, when, Just kidding. when they, you know, when they don't feel like they're too big for the KW Film Network anymore. Sure. Actually, they've, you know, they've, uh, they've done a lot of film locally, and they've been, they've been, uh, yeah, really fun. I'm actually totally. shooting one of Duncan's, uh, projects tomorrow evening. He's shooting something. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's cool. Are you you are an actor? Yes, I I do screenwriting because mm-hmm. I love writing. But whenever I write something, my intention is to play a lead role in it. Yeah, you're writing it for you. I'm, yeah, you're still owning you're still owning the shit out of that. <laughs> you, know? you know what? I'm I'm a selfish dude who wants oh, yeah. to be an actor and just sadly likes writing. So might as well use that. Same for me. I oh, only yeah? I only write things that I want to shoot. I want nice. to make. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not really like I. I would write something for somebody else, uh-huh. but my intention is always, you know, number one. Well, yeah, I writing for somebody else probably needs a dollar bills, dollar, yeah. dollar, dollar, dollar. Otherwise, bills, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, that's yeah. part of it. If come someone paid come me to write a script, come on, come on. It's got to be. It's because we're we're at a stage now where we're trying to work out how to turn this, yeah, into some kind of money and yeah oh and for sure like at the moment oh. things you know things are really it's it's like the the amount of money is so small that it's almost invisible right you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah but if we can if we can slowly build that build and build it and that's our goal so that one day we could hopefully get paid a salary like yeah. just just earn a living get enough paid to, to do yeah. what you love instead love of it. doing other Amazing. things to get paid yes and then trying to do what you love on and also doing all over it yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what what prompted you that? So, did the did the idea of the film uh, showcase, let's say, or or the film, uh, did it come out of the group? So we had a visit from the Ontario Media Council and this other group that's sort of vaguely affiliated with them, who came to the Commons, and uh, you know, and we talked to them about you know healthy local film communities and what ours would need. And they were like, you know, one thing is viewership. If mm-hmm. you can get people to start coming out to see films, and then maybe you can send your films to London, and then your people will come out to see London films, mm-hmm. and London sends yours to theirs to you, and like start 
you know, generating interest in the stuff that's actually being created so that you're not just throwing it out into the void of the internet and getting, you know, five mm -hmm. views if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. So that got me thinking, well, how can we get people out to, to see things? Well, what if we, you know, host a monthly showcase with beer? Because mm -hmm. beer is good. Beer is great. Right, exactly. Come for the beer, stay for the Indie Film Festival. Hashtag boom. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Beer will get people most places. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's a TWB who's like super into co-op, like they are a co-op and they're super mm. into like local artsy shit. They've got a T TWB is yeah, just explain Together here. We're Bitter is the name of this uh, brewing company in, yeah. in town here. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that was the vision. They, I'd already, I also like hosting. Mm -hmm. and I actually interviewed, I did an interview of the provincial Green Party leader, Mike Schreiner, mm -hmm. at TWB. And I was there and I was like, well, it was a great space. Like, what if we came and showed some films here, you guys? And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Were they Jason? Yeah, they were me. Thank you. That's exactly that how was, I sound. Yeah, that was his voice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. he's, he's, he's acting. <laughs> so I did, we, we went out to, um, you know, when, when, when you brought this up. Yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, you know, I saw your post about, hey, we're, we're planning to do, we're going to do it the first time in, in August. And I was like, well, shit. We have films that we want to showcase. Uh, mm -hmm. So I reached out. So, but, but in addition, I was like, well... I better go take a look at the space, right? Because I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to agree to anything that's and and the thing is, this space is, it's going to be weird. It's going to be cool. I, I think people are really going to enjoy it because it's a very unique spot. I mean, mm -hmm. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have benches and chairs and tables and things set up in a zone where there's giant beer vats. Yeah. Um, and so they do. They that's play. Cool. They play live music in there, and so there is space. To hang, there's a screen, and they've got the kinds of speaker system that you would listen to, uh, um, like a live band on, like you know those mm -hmm. great big speakers and stuff. So they set them up. Yeah. They have a projector and everything. So um, you know what? It, it could be fun. It could yeah. be fun. And then they've got like a little up. They've got like a little upstairs with some leather couches and a bunch more chairs and things like that. Yeah. And so uh, we call it the Groin Panther Lounge. <laughs> the Groin Panther Lounge. Yeah. Amazing. Welcome yeah. to the Groin Panther Lounge. Walk you know with what? your pelvic. Area forward, <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So this Act is with your heart. So have you, you lead with your groin? <laughs> Baboom! <laughs> I like that we're already embracing baboom. Isn't it a great phrase? Like, it is good. Just for anything. Yeah. Anyway, what were you gonna? Ask I, was, I was just gonna ask about where you are in the process of setting things up. I mean, what are we looking for here? What can people expect? Where should people find out more information about yeah. this? I mean, yeah, uh, Facebook group, KWFN Presents Local Film Showcase. That is the group. Cool. Uh, sorry, that is the event. The group is KW Film Network. Mm -hmm. Now, either of those. You probably want. I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm yeah. gonna start. I'm gonna start directing you. Are you ready? Oh, Producing. No. Here we uh, go. You probably want a Facebook page or group that is specifically about the film showcase, so yeah. that you can. Post the events. You can post information about each one, like as it goes, like photos and things like that. That is unrelated to the network because what you really want is people that are not part of the KW Film Network to come out to these oh, events. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you. Yes, you do. You want, want the public. You want I the mean, public to be like, oh, this this thing is happening at the beer. Right? The but you don't want beer. you don't Let's want them go. to have to join the film network, no, which no, is no, more no, yeah. about movie making, indie film guys getting yeah, together yeah. and. I mean, we we have. The Facebook event, mm -hmm. but I guess it would be good to have a page that stays open right all the time. Because then you, the you can go back and see what's played before with links, and yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. pictures, and you can see. And definitely, definitely tapping into just a, the regular KW resident. Mm. Right. Well, that's what we want. We want all yeah. the Google and D2L yuppies to fucking come and come out some beer. And I mean, eventually, are you, you, if to... you're going to call them yuppies, they're definitely going to be there. <laughs> Right, like young professionals, that's a thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, ideally, there will be enough of a funding that someday if we want, you know, 60 extras or a crowdfunding campaign with mm -hmm. people that aren't artists and have money, that, you know, we have a following to be able to do these yeah. things mm -hmm. because yeah. people in KW know what we're doing. Yeah. But yeah, the the page is a good idea. I can You're tell welcome. this guy's a Donatello, you know? Yeah. He's always using the old... 
He definitely is. Mm-hmm. The oh, old codger. Yeah. Or a Leonardo. Okay, a little process, a little analysis. I'm all Ninja Turtles. Yeah, well, yeah. fair enough. He also likes, he Good really likes pizza. Pizza? 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 I do, yeah. thank you. No, fair, yeah. yeah. I mean, I <laughs> love pizza. So, yeah, me too. So, right. actually. Here's the thing. The, <laughs> the first pizza? <laughs> we probably Whoa. should. Why don't we have pizza run now? So, really, the first place everyone's going to hear about this event is on this podcast. So uh, our <laughs> event has gotten a lot of shares. I'm working <laughs> on my team to share it more. Good man. Yeah, um, that's cool. I will I will put out more plugs though. So we've got this month is Danute Dorian, Danny Dorian, who does a Steamworks uh, I think it's Steamworks Entertainment. Okay. Steam World Entertainment. Fuck. Steam can I swear? Yeah. Steam. Fuck. You can also mess up your steam plugs. Steam fuck? Yeah. That is. Uh... Steam fuck entertainment. Okay. Do you want to look it up? It's just a giant here? steam powered robot that goes. <laughs> uh, 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 hammers you in the in the vajayjay. Or or. Danny's like, I really wish you guys would not you. promote me. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Incorrectly, <laughs> thank like, you. Yeah. Um, if he phones and he removes his movie, removing movie. Steam World Entertainment, I believe it is. Okay. Uh, and she makes a lot of Western steampunky stuff, and we've decided. Why should these not be a dress-up party? So this month is going to be a dress-up as a cowboy or a steampunk theme. Yeah. Next month, I'm not sure because we have our Colchester Film Fest submission that's going to be in that hasn't been made yet. And also a, a film, uh, some shorts by this guy, Michael Heitman. <laughs> I think... October, we're going to do some of Three Dead Trick-or-Treaters. Like Halloween special. Halloween special. Have people come in Halloween costumes. That's cool. That's local filmmaker Torn. Torn Landon. Yeah. yeah. Langdon. That guy. Oh, yeah. There it is. Steam, Steam World Entertainment. Ba-boom. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So we're going to have Torn. And anyone else who has like a little scary thing, might uh, we might show mm-hmm. it. Creepy, creepy stuff. Yeah. Because how long is, is Torn's film? Torrance film is like three films that are total about I think forty five minutes. Uh, that might I mean no, it might be it's a full length feature. Or, okay. Oh yeah, three dead trick or treaters. You saw okay. it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. And, All right, uh, so it's full length. Yeah, it's it's full length, but it's three. Yeah. So if we you know if we have other people who are like, but we have a creepy film too, mm-hmm. then maybe we'll show two out of three of Torrance and yeah, yeah. break it up with someone else's. But I mean, part of part of what we also want to do is also have some discussion time afterwards. Mm-hmm. So Q and A, yeah, some Q and A, some you know, some feedback, mm-hmm. some how did you do this so I can do this too, mm-hmm. some I did not like the part where you did this, you know. I mean, we're gonna obviously stay on people to not be dicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. And the, like, there's no, yeah, absolutely. But, it's just yeah. a conversation with the filmmaker, which is awesome because yeah. the filmmaker's right there, Ex- literally. Yeah, yeah. So and this is so with their film. Well, I'm gonna. My put, feeling is yeah. that this is like an ongoing. Film festival. Yes. Not that not that not that it is a like there's a prize at any point, but there's it's no just prizes. like there's just like it's just like it's, an ongoing it's a showcase yeah. of local yeah. stuff, which yeah, is yeah. cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. It's very cool. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there. You know, I don't I can't commit for, to Adri- for Adrian, but uh I, I think that we should run your Q and A. I think that we should record them for posterity, put them out into the world. And, uh, you know, because, I mean, w- this is what our show all is all about. You know, it's mm-hmm. bringing in local people, talking to indie filmmakers and actors mm-hmm. and producers mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and whatnot. Anyways, I'm throwing yeah. it out there. I'm putting, I'm putting it out there that uh, we, should, we should partner up with you guys and uh, get involved. Yeah, I mean, I'm... See what I did there? Yeah, yeah. Nice. No, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, he did a Leonardo there. I yeah, I did. No, I'd, I'd say that was more of a devious Donatello. Yeah, it was. You know? Devious Sort of Donatello. around the backside, yeah. which we know he likes. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> well, you brought up, like, anal hair, like, five times. It's true. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I love the idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the plan is for it to be hosted by me, because I'm yeah. working on my, like, hosting. Mm-hmm. Do it. But, yeah, I mean, if yeah, you guys want to, like, make it into podcasts, or, maybe you know. I think that's cool. I mean, we can hijack all your stuff. Oh my god! You you know what? Let's not call it hijacking. Let's call it collaborative hijacking. Okay, straight up thievery. (laughs) Thievery. We will steal your shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For collaborations. I I really like it. Collaborations purposes. Yeah. Now, now, have you heard of? um, Now, obviously, you've heard of Grand River Film Festival. Yeah. Um, my understanding too was that they're they're trying to bring a local element, uh, to. To Kitchener Waterloo. Do you remember what that what it was called? 
They asked us to help out with it. So, uh, so okay. what I was going to say was, I don't know how well that's going, um, okay. but um, I would say, I would say, keep it's, keep going, keep yeah, going for a couple months. It's and, probably worth reaching out to them because they yeah. might they might be like, what you're doing is exactly the kind of thing that we want to be involved with, right. and they yeah. they exactly. have sort of they have they've been doing this a long time. Yeah. And and there is there is a local aspect that they want to bring to town. So nice. So yeah, uh, I should reach it, out to them. It, it yeah, wouldn't yeah. You wouldn't know, hurt. I'm gonna borrow some piece of paper. I'm gonna say things from things to do. Jason, one and Adrian, and Adrian. Thank oh. you. I mean, bring something to the table. <laughs> I brought the microphone to the table. You <laughs> son of bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're getting back into the Easter. Yeah, year. we are. You son of. Bitch. Everything is shit. So <laughs> things from Jason Ass Hair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, we can leave a gift from me to you. Landing strips. Yeah. Mm, baboon beard. Yes. Yes. A baboon beard. Uh, what? Groin, Groin panther. panther. Thank you. Hmm. Also, Facebook page. <laughs> the more yeah. important things. And reach out to GRCA. No. G- G- Grant. GRF. But but here's the thing. I would say I would say get yourself into a better place, and then I can I can put you in touch with the right people. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, this is gonna be the first one. Danny is very kind in stepping up to the plate to be our guinea pig. Guinea pig. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's exciting. I mean, hopefully this will. So let me ask you, based on based on the the people that you you have at coming out to the meetings, Mm -hmm. how strong of a uh, film community do you think Kitchener Waterloo has right now how how many months do you think that you can you can roll with this with the content that that's out there and um, that's a good question a fu- yeah, in right terms now. of functionality yeah because you 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 don't want to miss a month you want it to be a regular thing right yeah yeah um i mean part of it is that our film community is fairly strong but pocketed right now so we've got uh, yeah. Duncan and Lyndon doing their own sort of thing. Mm-hmm. They're doing great shit, mm-hmm. but they're not really communicating with the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm I'm I I'm one of the actors in KW who's working hardest, and I'm about to be in one of their things for the first time ever tomorrow. So like mm-hmm. the communication is not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have you guys doing great stuff with Fable Forest. We have. Um, uh, did you guys hear about Nowhere Fast? Mm-hmm. The crew that's sort of loosely affiliated with Astro Dog. Dog. Yeah. yeah. We competed against them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. How they, did that go? They're good guys. I mean, we crushed them. Oh, well, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. let Eric know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, but yeah, their stuff is amazing. Yeah, it's so gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've got them. They're doing cool shit. Yeah. We've got... Uh, uh, we've got Brian Lockyer and Chair Humper with Dan McLeod. They mm-hmm. do sort of really weird comedy. Okay, cool. Um, they've, they've, he's probably got like you're, an hour you're, of material you're like a, already. You're like a Chair Humper prodigy. You've been in a few I of have their... I been, yeah, yeah. Pro- like probably 90% of their last <laughs> year of work yeah. has had me in it. Um, yeah, because, you know, he and I both just have a really weird sense of humor. You guys might get along with him very I, well. I actually, actually. think I think that's that's the yeah, first yeah. time I met Mike was through um, Brian. Mm-hmm. He put out uh, a call for some help, and uh, Connor actually that was one of Connor's first gigs. He went and and uh, helped Zach. Uh, um, so I mean, you know Zach Whitford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he's our good buddy as well, and oh, yeah, so he so Connor went out and helped Zach, and uh, and I sat and played a you know a person in the restaurant while I. That's While I right. worked, Mike. So acted. that's Che Humper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was filming with him uh, yesterday, actually. Cool. A piece about a millennial who is obsessed with Zac Efron. So that was fun. We're and it, and it happens. Was it a documentary? Uh, yeah, I mean, who isn't obsessed with based. Zac Efron? Yeah. God, have you seen him? I did. You're like, what? What kind of humans are these? Like, I've just seen the ad for he's, Baywatch. He's an android. Yeah. yeah, but you're basically like. Like how many sit-ups do you have to do to look like that, and how many cucumber sandwiches? Oh, that's all he eats. He's a cucumber sandwich zombie. Yeah, and water and or uh, steam. You don't even drink it. You just suck steam. You just look at it. Yeah, when you look at food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other thing though is that. Uh, well, anyway, I have, I have, it's We're funny gonna... that I am playing this character because I am one of. 
the few people I know that isn't obsessed with Zac Efron. I don't love him. This podcast is over. <laughs> um, the Rock, though, you got to be obsessed with The Rock. He's he's. I've been into his shit. Yeah, he man. does good shit. He's hilarious. He funny. Fucking ass. Yeah, he is awesome. You know what a guy like. Yeah. Worked on wrestling. Got really good at wrestling. Now he's doing acting. He's getting pretty good at acting. I say he's gonna be the president of the United States soon. And I think and now I might be wrong, but I heard recently that he was the top paid actor in makes, Hollywood at the moment. That could make sense. Like he's he's the big budget guy at uh, the moment. Nice. Like he Fast and the Furious. Jumanji. They watch Jumanji. Which is going to be hilarious. Wait, in the new Jumanji? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, look, it'll probably never be as great as Robin Williams. No. Probably. Robin Williams is, I mean, he was like... Robin Williams man. was a genius when he wasn't on lots of cocaine. Yeah. And he was on lots of cocaine most of the time. Super, so... super, super genius. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, quick so... Robin Williams story. Okay. okay. Super quick. Also relates to the indie film world. Nice. Um... So, uh, um, oh my God, Tyler Boyko, do you remember him? He, he, he's an interesting fella. He did, mm. uh, we competed up against him also. He did the, the Sasquatch, mm -hmm. uh, one. Yes. Remember? Very Bit silly. Bit of a lunatic. Yes. Yeah. So That's, he, he yeah, does, he's a part of the, uh, group of guys that are doing the Bluebird, um, oh, okay. web, web series, web right? Comedy. Which is great. Um, with a bunch of uh, uh, our other friends. I think we even did a follow Friday a couple weeks ago about, mm -hmm. about Bluebird. Yes. Anyways, um, mm. he is also an artist as well as filmmaker. And um, so I think back when Robin Williams died, um, it hit him pretty hard, uh, as it hit many of us pretty hard. Sure. Um, but he created this piece of art, and he posted it online as like a tribute, right? And he mm. actually got in uh, the paper... Uh, in Peterborough for doing this piece of art. It was showcased, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, it has since been stolen by many people and they are making tons of money off of his art. Basically, they've what? taken this image online and they've turned it into posters and like wall art and he was actually overseas and they were selling it in the UK um, he on the street. His, his own art. Yeah. Wow. So the other wow. thing too is you can go and buy it online. You can put it's on t-shirts, it's on the stuff. And so he's trying to figure out how he can get take money. legal action. Yeah, yeah make some money off because, yeah. because the thing is that as soon as he does copyright it, yeah. it will, like, it, what will happen is that it will just, yeah. they'll just stop selling it then. Right. So he's been, he's been in touch with, you know, like GoDaddy and stuff like that about the different sites that are selling it. And they're like, yeah, you need to lawyer up and. Yeah, do the thing, but he's the he's a Lawyer he's a starving artist. So I mean, how's he gonna you know? So anyways, well he needs to approach he needs to approach a lawyer, pro bono lawyer, yeah, yeah. pro bono that if he gets you know, yeah. because yeah. if it's big, if it, there's any big company that is selling that, yeah, so I'm gonna, maybe there's some kind gonna, of legal action on our site. I'm gonna post the photo it, yeah, with I mean, his permission and uh, and post a little bit of the story. But if cool. if anybody out there knows a lawyer and wants to help out uh, help out an artist, uh, get in touch. Yeah. Nice. That's odd. But yeah. interesting anyways. I Wild. mean terrible and interesting. Yeah. But... Uh, pretty cool that he created a piece of art. And it's great. That huge. It's great. I, I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but essentially what it is, is it's every um, role that Robin Williams has ever played oh, wow. all together in a group, but they're faceless, but you can still tell who they are. Like you can tell that it's the genie and it's Mrs. Doubtfire and it's, it's all these guys, Jeez. but they're all standing together in a group almost like a... You know, like a family a photo, photo, but all the, the faces aren't there. That's awesome. And, uh, Good concept. Oh. Yeah, it's great. Beautiful. Yeah. So, um, so to finish up your question, so I think KW has a budding film scene that, when it begins to come together and collaborate more and bring together all of these little pockets of people doing cool shit, but. Mm -hmm. You can only do so much and get so much of a following when you're on your own. I mean, you guys are doing great, but like, you can only do so much. Yeah. That when they are all together, I, oh, I, I forgot one, Lola Bow Pictures with John Cormier and Tim Beeman are doing a film right now. I'm trying to do a, a paranormal parody that I'm, I'm working on. I wrote it, I'm producing it, which I hate, but uh, Jessica Boland and Rohit Thakar, with, who are with Francis Malone, they're, mm -hmm. you know, they do more professional stuff, but they're doing indie shit. 
and they're working with me on Dead Pleasures among other you know projects of their own. So we have all of these little pockets of people doing mm -hmm. cool things. And part of the the rationale behind the KW Film Network and the showcases is to start pulling in guys like you, guys like you know the the Nowhere Fast people, mm -hmm. Jess and Roe, and pulling all these people in to have a a much stronger, more collaborative community. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of the idea behind this. So I think KW has the potential for a fairly strong film community. A fair bit of film is happening. It just needs to you know, be like pulled together, consolidated, collaborated more. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of my feeling on that. No, that and that is here's the piece of art. Here's oh. the picture. It's beautiful. Look at this. It's good. Not bad, eh? Yeah, no, this is very impressive. Um so my feeling with that is one of the one of the things one of the difficult points you have with collaborating on film is that filmmakers tend to be very Weird, awkward, weird, awkward, and scared, scared of having their feelings hurt when they show when they put their stuff out there, right? Right, right. And less scared about the general public, and more scared about fellow filmmakers, mm. because there is this underlying fear. And local fellow filmmakers. Local fellow filmmakers. There is this underlying right. fear that what you are making is not so good, and what someone else is making is really good. Right. And yeah. that fear does play into people like. Not wanting to mix too much. That's fair, yeah. Like I know that when when I have a screening, yeah, I am most nervous about filmmakers watching <laughs> the screening. Fair, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they will see the holes. It, you know what I mean? Whereas the general the general public will be sitting there watching, and kind of something might just blow right by them, and they wouldn't know that there was maybe a mistake in there, or you know something wasn't yeah, yeah, as yeah. good. Whereas filmmakers would pick it up. And so it it is a tender thing. It's that's, an emotional thing. That's fair. Which is something we do need to get over. Yeah, yeah we gotta sure. yeah. we gotta learn how to be supportive. For sure. Well, you do need to learn how to be supportive and you yeah. And, and also like I mean on the one hand it, it is hard to, you know, take that negative feedback and, and, and hit that sensitivity. Uh, but after failing hundreds of auditions, what I've found is that if you can put that aside, then you can be open to a lot more improvement. So That's right. even, right. you know, even Danny in this upcoming one, she is showing her babies. Mm -hmm. People might tear them to shreds. I mean, I'm going to be there to make sure everyone does it really, really nicely and passive aggressively because we're Canadians. That's what we do. <laughs> but, um, you know, th there is going to be that element. Mm -hmm. But if the filmmaker can be open to that then she, she will have so much feedback so that the next project she makes mm -hmm. is going to knock it out of the park relatively get better. It's going to get, get a better, lot better. Get better, get better. So better. I think if, you know, I definitely agree with you that there's the sensitivity, but I mm -hmm. think if, if we can build a vibe, which sounds hokey, but that's, you know, it's the right word, I think. If we can build a vibe along with this, in the showcase and in this mm -hmm. network and in this sort of KW film community of, hey, we all started... We've all made shit. Uh, we're all here to, you know, help each yeah, other. Yeah, make... that's exactly right. We've right? all made shit. We've all made shit. Yeah, yeah. I, my first, oh God, it's on YouTube and it's horrendous. Yeah. And we handed it in as a project in grade uh, 11 French. And there was like a sex scene, a cum shot, like. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I had to talk the teacher out of getting expelled. Wow. It was, it was pretty You epic. probably could have thought yeah. of that in advance. I, we didn't want to. Yeah. No, we... Uh, Two I, feet in. I'm in. <laughs> and we're doing this. Yeah. Come shot high school student. Yeah. So. Oh, for, she actually... She turned it off when my friend... It was a French immersion class. Yeah. And a friend of mine was in there, made a cameo, and said some swear words in English. And that's when she, she almost turned it off. We're like, no, madame, not yet. And then my character, like, walks into his wife, who's represented by a pillow with a skirt on just being railed by this other character. Um, and that's when she turned it off, right before the part where we used a turkey baster to come on my character's face. Oh, um, man, you! this was a high school project? This was a high school project. You were like, put me in high school prison right now. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I guess, high school suicide. I don't know what we were thinking, yeah. but we thought we could get away with it. And we fucking did. We fucking did. I talked her into a 60 on that project. From expulsion to a 60. That's good work. Silver-tongued Mike. Yeah. That was... Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. 
I also went from failing my drama class to getting an 80 uh, when uh -huh. I created my first film, which was called Indiana Jones and Vader's Lost Ark. And we, uh, <laughs> we uh, tied uh, Star Wars and Indiana Jones together and, and it amazing. was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We had like That's... almost all of our, all of our uh, classmates in it and uh, That's cool. multiple locations and yeah, it was pretty man. fun. That it was, sounds awesome. We, we, we had... We, we blew bubbles through a hose into a pond to, like, make bubbles and stuff when guys were using the force to, like, lift keys out of the... Anyways, <laughs> it was cool. awesome. That is awesome. Practical effects is the only way that you can do things in Big fan uh, turkey baster. Effects. There you yeah. go. Yeah, turkey baster, right? Turkey baster. Turkey baster and a pillow with a skirt. All right, man. Well, I, I think uh, let's let's wrap this show up. This has been actually really fun. Uh, yeah. This is, and uh, and I think... Um, Casual. It's, it's not... It's, we're, we're not very good. <laughs> no, at this. Good point. Yeah. No, no, no. I'd say that your casualness is a selling point. Maybe I mean, we'll it's see. It's about film, but also ass hair and groin panthers. Uh, yeah, groin panthers. Yeah. And turkey bases. Yeah. We do the the, the comments that we have are just that uh, you guys you guys feel like it would be fun to just hang out and have beers with. We're like, okay, well. Great, that's yeah. uh, that's what we're going for right now yeah. on this show. We're, we'd like to put some structure right. uh, in the show. We do you know? make movies too. Yeah, we do. And shit. And and you know what? Here's the thing. We we talk about it a lot, but the, the whole idea for this show is to bring people along on the journey, right? Yeah. And everything that we're doing and where we are locally and what's going on and, and you know, giving people advice and all that kind of stuff, it's all part of it. And, uh, and getting, we want getting advice, advice too. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. the thing is we have a lot of questions. Oh, for sure. You know, and rather yeah. than like, as we as the question arises, if we get a really good answer, it'd be good to share that. Nice. Yeah, that's a solid call. Yeah. And that goes back to the acceptance of feedback and going, yeah. please make me better. Yeah. Oh, was that episode shit? Great. Tell me why. Tell me why. So yeah, I can make yeah. a next episode that's less oh, shitty. Guys, unless I disagree guys, with you, guys. in which case it'll still be <laughs> shitty. We need thirty-seven percent less cum shot jokes on your show <laughs> to make it better. <laughs> then that would be. I think then you'd be you'd be getting closer. But you know? see, would we disagree with that though? Like, I feel like that we probably wouldn't. <laughs> I would put that as an artistic difference. I'd be yeah. like, listen, I want more cum shot jokes. If you don't like it, then I'm sorry. But maybe this isn't. Maybe no, no, this is the show for you. Maybe we should time. see other podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was a good relationship. Yeah. No, that's fair. And I, I don't want to say that. You know, like this is you guys's podcast. If you get feedback to have less cum shots jokes and come come shot jokes and less come shots in the podcast yeah. then you know then if i ever come back i'll make less come shot jokes yeah i appreciate that if we'll, that we'll... note comes but it might not it yeah. might it not, might not. It... they might be like we need more groin panther boom the yeah. groin panther <laughs> right that's gonna oh. stick i'm gonna you know what i can't wait until i audition for like a really sexualized role next because I'm totally using this groin panther thing. Yeah. Give yeah. it a whirl. See what happens. Uh, maybe maybe try it anyways, even for a non-sexual role. <laughs> see what happens. You know, I'm auditioning today for this, like, relationshipy dude who's off-duty hanging with his wife, but he's in the military. And maybe I'll just give him a bit of groin panther. You know? Just yeah. a little bit. A little swabby. Don't, don't, don't be overt. <laughs> a yeah. panther's no, not overt. It's a subtle thing. Oh, a I'm panther's sure. subtle. Right. Cool. Very sneaky. Okay, well, night. so we're gonna we're gonna yeah. we're gonna post this Wednesday, um, because um, yeah, we want to basically we want to promote uh, local people to come out. Um, so we're gonna yeah, we're gonna yeah. include the link to the event. And we're gonna talk a little bit on Facebook. Yeah, and um, we didn't mention this, but um, tentatively, you're gonna have Bickerman's Grove in December. Yeah, this is the first time no, we're no, mentioning no, this. This is not tentatively. Oh, you guys are, oh, confirmed we are confirmed for confirmed. December. Sweet. Okay, confirmed. Cool. Nice. It's also going to be an ugly Christmas sweater party. Oh. So we are going to have Bickerman's Grove oh, man. and ugly Christmas sweaters. I used to have hundreds of ugly Christmas sweaters. <laughs> like, I had, I had just boxes. Everybody just gave me their sweaters. When you moved to Canada, you were like, this is a thing. I have to get involved. Do you know with. what? <laughs> and and I've got to tell you, like, I used to work on a ski slope. Yeah. And oh, nice. we had a Christmas yeah. party. And everybody wore one of my sweaters as a joke. That's how many ugly Christmas. Like this was the party. And I was a, a house of seven people. Party. Yeah, a house of seven people. Everybody's wearing one of my sweaters. Yeah, crazy. I That's thought they awesome. were cool. It's gonna be funny. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, we're we're in for December. So our our uh, Bickerman's Grove gets to screen again this year, and uh, more people mm -hmm. get to see it and experience experience it. So the thank you for that. Is Bickerman's Grove. And uh, so yeah, we will we'll continue to promote the the event. 
Yep. And uh, and hopefully um, have you know have you on again or have more people on and and yeah. keep uh, keep, uh, keep the wheels turning. Keep the wheels turning. Yeah. Keep the oil burning. Oh, thank right. you, thank you so much, Mike, for taking the time out to talk to us. Guys, you guys Today. are so fun. Yeah. I have had obviously a very good time. Thank you for letting me in to make cum shot jokes on your podcast. Yes. Okay. Hey. <laughs> All right, we're going to shut this one down. Uh, so for, for this week, uh, I'm Jason Green. I'm Adrian Constant. I am Michael Mazurkiewicz. Dream big. Work hard. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Fable Forest Films podcast. First frames first. Yes. First frames first. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard. <laughs>